Hi, this is Tiana. Griffin. And Thomas from TK Photography. Wishing you a happy holidays from our family to yours. We're located at 6241 North Clark. Or you can come visit us online at tkphotographychicago.com. Have, Have a great, great new, new year. year. Hi, everyone. It's Lauren from Twiddly Bits, and I just wanted to wish you all, you and yours, a very happy, healthy, and delicious holiday season. Happy holidays, guys. This is Zach from Clark House. Just letting you guys know, stop by, pick up all your holiday gifts and needs. Thanks for shopping here. Have a great holiday. Thank you. Hi, this is Chris from Transit Tees in Andersonville. Come stop by our store and check out our new board game, L, the Chicago Transit Adventure. Wishing you a healthy and happy holiday season from Hungry by Nature. You can shop our granola and granola butter online at hungrybynature.com. Hi, this is Catherine from the Swedish American Museum store. Happy holidays to Andersonville and stop by anytime for the best in Swedish holiday goods. Happy holidays from Kalo Restaurant, 5343 North Clark, here in Andersonville, and we have a free parking across the street. Hope to see you guys this holiday with your family. Hey, happy holidays from Raygun. Visit us at 5207 North Clark Street. Hello, this is Kunak, and uh, I'd like to uh, say a few words of the uh, holiday uh, coming up. Happy holidays, and then we have a karaoke on uh, last Thursdays each month. Thank you very much. Come and visit us. Happy holidays from popupkaraoke.com. Wishing everyone good cheer and good singing. Decent singing. Singing. But good cheer. Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Joelle. Today we are joined by Lindsay Anderson, owner and sommelier of Uve Kitchen and Wine Bar. Uve offers balance, flavor, and ingenuity in their food and in their service to community. Expect the personality of each wine to inspire stories to share at 5553 North Clark. Welcome, Lindsay. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. We're so excited to have you on, especially during this holiday season. Um, why don't we start by you telling us a little bit about your background and how you got into this industry? Absolutely. Um, I've always been in the hospitality industry since I was in high school waiting tables. Um, I am a graduate of Kendall College with my degree in hospitality management. I'm also an instructor for their wine professionals program there. I teach their level one sommelier certification course. I've been a restaurant manager for 20 years and decided it was time to do my own thing um, and really show my passion for true hospitality through our location in Andersonville. Well, the name Uve means grapes in Latin. Tell us more about the origins of the name. Did you have other choices? It took us a while. We went through several name changes. We learned a lot about trademark laws, and that's how we came to finalize with Uve. Are there different um, meanings behind what Laura dug up with grapes, or is there another association you have made with the name? Well, because we're a wine bar, we wanted something that was unique and um, stuck with our theme. Yeah, it's a cool name. Yeah, it's memorable. Can you tell us a little bit about your logo design and how um, that process went down? Absolutely. Um, my sister-in-law is actually a graphic designer and an artist, so she helped me through the whole process and gave us lots and lots of options. Um, we wanted something that was classic and showcased, again, our theme and our concept from our menu to our wine list to our interior design. And the interior itself is just beautiful kind of like, I don't know, how would you explain it? Because I would explain it almost like not vintage, but almost vintage in a way. Um, vintage elements. Vintage elements. Absolutely. Uh, again, our running theme through our food menu and our wine list is old world meets new world. 
So we wanted to really showcase that in the design. We were able to save some pieces from the original space. We utilized the original tin ceiling as decorative elements around the bar and on our banquettes. We have vintage furniture, and then we bring in that element of modern with our wallpaper and our teal banquettes. And the space that you're, that you're in was the former Adriatic Cafe space, and you did an entire build-up of the space, including a new kitchen. Can you talk about that construction process? I'm sure you have Absolutely. some stories. In my career, I've never done a full build-out. I've always taken over restaurant spaces for the companies that I've worked for in the past. Um, so I will be 100% honest. I was very naive about the process. Thought, you know, a little paint, build a bar, build a wall to divide the space. But it was absolutely a full build-out. So I learned a lot about plumbing and electrical and HVAC. I was very fortunate that I had an amazing contractor that really helped me through the whole process. But it did take much longer than expected, a full year. I mean, and the space itself is so beautiful. So, I mean, it was it was well worth, well the, worth it. Yes, definitely. And I think just being there on the corner of Bryn Mawr and Clark is a really good spot, right? Because you kind of have the corner there and um, people can see that you're open and active and do you feel like you've gotten a lot of um, passersby who weren't aware that you'd opened recently or how has the traffic flow been? Absolutely. We have a lot of people stop to look at our specials and our menu in the windows. Um, trick-or-treating was great for us because we got to meet a lot of parents in the neighborhood that had never been in. Um, and we're very happy to be on the north side of Andersonville where it's not, you know, as, I don't know what the word I want to use is. <laughs> Maybe not as um, bustling, yeah, as the central district, but definitely a lot happening. Um, I think you're in good company there across from Little Bad Wolf and you have Orange Shoe Personal Fitness and City Olive and Winifred Grace just moved locations up there. So definitely a lot happening up on North Andersonville. Absolutely. That's one of the reasons why I chose Andersonville for lo- the location for our restaurant is the sense of community. And it's just really great to be part of that and be friends with the guys that own Little Bad Wolf and go to Orange Shoe as the gym and, you know, kind of help each other out as far as cross-marketing and that sort of thing. Well, let's talk a little bit about the menu. Um, It consists of diverse cuisine options that are similar to tapas and meant to be shared. Can you explain the intention behind the earth, sea, and farm categories on the menu? Absolutely. Chef Raphael is very passionate about his menu, and he likes to say that he cooks from the soul. So again, with that theme of old world, new world, he takes traditional ethnic recipes and puts a modern twist on it kind of to showcase, you know, our community and how diverse it is. So we want to be able to accommodate all dietary restrictions and allergies and that sort of thing. So having a lot of veggies on the menu is super important, um, as well as some unique items. For example, our signature dish is his zucchini and mole, and it's actually his grandmother's recipe that he's passed that's been passed down to him. Um, and it is vegetarian mole, which makes it kind of unique. Was that what you were serving during Taste of Andersonville? Yes, it was. Okay, that was delicious. Um, Uve was popped up on the corner there with a tent. So it was actually a really great setup. And um, Chef was explaining that, like, this was my grandmother's recipe. And it was it was really, really delicious. So definitely two thumbs up for me, I Thank guess. Thank you. <laughs> Well, walk us a bit through the Uve experience. Um, I dined recently and I was very happy to get a glass of Prosecco upon seating. Um, and I'm a very light, light drinker. So that was enough for me for the night. But yeah, talk about kind of what folks can expect, um, how you go about, you know, greeting first time customers and that sort of thing. Absolutely. So again, um, our menu is meant to be shared. And as a wine bar, we are really focused on enhancing your experience through food and wine pairings. So we do offer three, six and nine ounce pairs nine ounce pours, pardon me, 
Um, so you can, you know, have a three ounce pour with one dish and then switch to the next so you can pair differently. Um, with the dedication to true hospitality, we always want to make you feel warm and welcome. And we do like to greet our first time guests with a glass of Prosecco just to do something a little extra special. And what has it been like for you as sommelier pairing the dishes um, specifically? Like, do you find people are asking you for recommendations often? Um, or do you have, uh, like, these are the, you know, few wine selections that we think pair best with this dish? How does that work? Um, something that's super important to us is to be very approachable. Uh, wine should be fun. It should be an experience. It shouldn't be scary or snotty. Um, so, you know, we're kind of open to if you want to choose your own wines, that's awesome. If you want our recommendations on Tuesdays, we do a three course chef paired dinner that we, um, always open a bottle from our bottle list so people can experience something different, a little bit more high end instead of going for that full purchase of an expensive bottle of wine. Um, we do have a featured wine dinner every month. We did our first one in October, um, in Probably late November, early December, we're going to partner with Taste Wine Store up north, and we're going to do a wine dinner with them, and those will always be held on Monday. And those are ticketed events? Um, they're prefix, prefix prices, events, prices, yeah. Okay. And folks can anticipate those will continue in the new year? Oh, absolutely. Okay, great. So definitely keep an eye on the schedule for that. Do you have a favorite dish? My favorite dish on our menu is Chef Raphael's Orange duck. It's a roast half duck served with goat cheese and chive polenta. Very simple, but very delicious. Well, we've never had, I mean, I guess we interviewed Jaren at Invine Spirits, but like your experience as a sommelier, can you kind of talk about what that means and what you had to do to become that? And so fancy, like <laughs> that term. I, I'm not a fancy sommelier. Um, <laughs> I have always enjoyed wine and actually my first GM job many, many, many years ago was at 404 Wine Bar. Um, and that kind of fueled my passion for learning more about wine because you can learn forever and ever and still not know everything. Um, so my wine list and kind of my approach to wine is very reflective of my instructor side career. Um, so, you know, again, very approachable. I like to showcase on our wine list old world versus new world, cool climate versus warm climate. So people can really understand and experience differences because I feel like a lot of people, Sauvignon Blanc is Sauvignon Blanc. But if you have a Sancerre next to a New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc, they're two totally different wines. And I don't think people really realize that until they experience it. And how about from your own like personal collection? Do you have like a mainstay of wines that you like to have on rotation? Um, you know, as we're getting into the, you know, it's cold now. So during the summer, I really enjoy rosés and again, how different rosés can be um, dependent on how they're produced. Obviously, as it gets colder out, red wines more warming. Syrah right now is definitely my favorite. It's spicy, just really rich and delicious and warms you up on a cold night. This is Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Joelle. This episode is brought to you by Foresighted in Andersonville at 5061 North Clark Street, the one-stop shop for cards, gifts, and vintage you've known since 2005, and the brand new custom framing shop at 5111 North Clark you're going to love. 
Come find your holiday spirit at foresightedandforesighted.com. Joelle, how do you become a sponsor? Well, Laura, any of our chamber member businesses or a business considering becoming a member can email us directly for sponsorship information at info at andersonville.org. We offer sponsorship for both one episode or four episodes in a row. We are always looking for new sponsors, and we also encourage listener feedback. So if you have a guest you'd like to see on the show, please email us at info at andersonville.org. You can also email us with questions, comments, or general neighborhood inquiries. We look forward to hearing from you. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share Always Andersonville, the podcast on iTunes. This is airing right before our second Late Night Andersonville, which is coming up on Friday, December 20th. Um, So we definitely hope while you're out shopping and collecting all those last minute gifts that you stop by Uve for a glass of wine. But I'm just curious, Lindsay, if you have any specials going on for the holidays or what we can anticipate for New Year's Eve, perhaps. Absolutely. Um, We are definitely open to hosting private parties as we are not open for lunch. We would welcome the opportunity to do office parties and that sort of thing, Um, any kind of large group gatherings. We have a lot of book clubs, mom's clubs, that sort of thing. Anything special that we can do just to enhance the holidays would be great. Uh, For New Year's, the menu is not finished yet. However, we will be featuring a preset dinner menu that is paired. Um, How many courses? I'm not sure yet. (laughs) We'll look forward to that. Um, I'm curious um, about, you know, customer favorites so far. Have you heard from your you know, clientele, what they prefer from the menu? Do you have any standout favorites that, you know, people listening to this and want to try it out should come in and definitely try off the menu, both in the food department and in the drink department? Absolutely. I think in the food department, uh, Chef Raphael's sausage pie is definitely a crowd favorite. It's kind of his take on an elevated burger. So he does make his sausage in-house. It's ground lamb and ground beef wrapped in a puff pastry who serves it with a house-made ricotta uh, smear, if you will, roasted tomatoes and a white wine cream sauce. Definitely delicious. Very, very rich. Definitely meant to be shared because it is so rich. Um, As far as beverages go, I think people really enjoy building their own flights with the three-ounce pours so they can kind of try a bunch of different stuff. What are some of the biggest challenges that you've faced both personally and professionally since opening Uve? Have there been um, big opportunities of growth and learning? We opened in the middle of July, which was probably not ideal. But again, with the construction, it did take a lot longer than expected. Um, I think the biggest challenge that we faced this summer was we were unable to have a patio or a sidewalk cafe due to the new construction building next door. So that definitely affected our our business on really nice nights um now that it's fall we're definitely you know the warm destination for people we do have a fireplace which is actually part of um we just found the mantle in the basement so that's another thing that we reused in the old world new world themed design um you know i think just getting the word out that we're open has been our biggest challenge and what would you say is, you know, you, you talked about the fireplace and some other elements, but do you have a favorite design element? I think that the wallpaper is my favorite design element. And during the design process, I was very apprehensive about it because it is so unique and so bold. My poor designer had to do many, many, many proofs for me of different wallpapers. And she was adamant that that was the one. And I finally caved and was like, okay, we can do it. But I think it's, you know, a really integral 
integral part of our design and it's really unique and really bold and pops. Um, it's called Power Plant, which I think kind of also goes with the wine bar theme. So that's definitely my favorite element. It is. It's very striking and cool. So yeah, it was definitely a good choice. Um, but I want to go back to the drinks because you were, um, Uwe was just recently listed as one of the top 16 places in Chicago to drink right now in the Eater. Um, so in terms of your kind of cocktail menu, how did, how did those choices come about? So our cocktail menu is all grape-based spirits. To again, fit with that wine bar theme, you see a lot of vermouths, um, some grappa. Because they are grape-based spirits, they're low, low, lower alcohol. So our thought process is that you know guests can enjoy more than one and not worry about being over overconsumption. Um, we are in the process of switching over to our fall cocktail list, which Jason, our bar manager, has worked really, really hard on, and he's really proud of it. Um, some cool things that he's doing for fall, he's doing a hot spice Syrah, where he makes um, apple cinnamon syrup, a little bit of bitters, and then warms up Syrah. So kind of like a, a mold wine, but really, really good. Uh, the Uve Manhattan is probably our most popular cocktail. So we will be keeping that on the fall list. It's uh, whiskey, which is traditional, but again, it blends in some grappa and some amaro to keep with that grape-based spirit theme. And will that menu be in place throughout the winter as well? Can we anticipate those warm, fuzzy drinks in February when it's freezing? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> when so, we've all given up. I know. Our, our fall winter food menu and cocktail menu and wine list will be in place starting this upcoming weekend, the first weekend of November, and will run all the way till May. Well, Lindsay, you've been in the restaurant industry for a while. Um, what advice would you give to an up-and-coming entrepreneur kind of looking to get their foot in the door? Um, I Everybody think... we've said, just so you know, everyone we've asked this says run away. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, you know, just on my, ex my personal experience working for a variety, you know, of different kinds of companies, very corporate restaurants to smaller independent restaurants, I think it's for me personally, it's important to to remember why you wanted to go into the restaurant business. Um, and the reason why I wanted to is to provide hospitality, you know, make people happy. So that's something that's just super important on a day-to-day -day basis, not just your your guests, but also your employees, you know, respecting your employees and their lives and they, you know, what they want to do with their futures is really important. Creating a culture is definitely something that I'm adamant about and I think, you know, to be successful, you have to have that passion. And you offer uh, brunch on the weekends too. How does your brunch menu differ from your dinner menu? Our brunch menu is more of an elevated brunch than some of the other neighboring restaurants. Um, Chef Raphael makes an amazing French toast. Um, it's literally a quarter of a loaf of brioche, so extra large. And we have a couple different options. He does a bacon ricotta. He does uh, caramel apple. We have some Benedicts on the menu and then a couple sandwiches and some salads. So definitely completely different than our dinner menu. Well, I am starving right now. So like anything I know, brunch related I'm so hungry. sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, we've come to the point in our episode where we like to ask our featured guest if they had the opportunity to switch places with another Andersonville business for a day, who you might pick. Oh, that's a hard one. 
Um, I have been fortunate enough that many of the other business owners have come in and have become regulars, so I do know them um, pretty well. I would have to say, a hard one. You can pick a couple if it's if it's hard to narrow um, down. I'm gonna pick Mark Lieberson because he, I think, is a very genuine person. He is enjoyable to just conversate with, and he's super successful in the hospitality business. So I respect him tremendously. And that is Mark Lieberson, who we had on, uh, owner of Replay and Elixir. Good choice, I think. And he treated himself to a chocolate ice cream after his podcast. <laughs> yeah. He loves our octopus more than anything. Really? Wow. We'll have to ask him if that goes with ice cream. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> He's allowed to have Malte uh, many palate choices. Yeah, right. Life. When we had him on, it was the chocolate ice cream and uh, he was really into all of the curry dishes that replay was serving oh, so nice. yeah do you have do you does your palate change throughout the seasons like are you craving yes, something absolutely. right especially now especially with wine as well okay all i want is a benedict <laughs> <laughs> now because you mentioned it <laughs> well thank you so much Lindsay, for joining us today and thank you for listening to always anderson the podcast for more information about uve please visit uvechicago.com for show notes please visit andersonville.org. Always Andersonville, the podcast, is produced by the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce. Find episodes streaming weekly on iTunes and Podbean with show notes available at andersonville.org. 